Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. The breeze at dawn has secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. My most dearest friend, Mopua, calls me the article. And what I think she means when she says that is that in my listening presence, when she speaks, her own inner oracle emerges. After spending so many months alone in isolation, although I have been going out and seeing my friends and spending time with other people, it's only for a couple of hours at a time. And so the majority of the time that I spend is in a receiving mode. And I've noticed that the more time that I spend creating inner space into a receptive space, that when I do spend time with others, that the others feel called to speak and I feel called to listen. And I don't feel like I need to speak. I feel very content to listen because what they are imparting is not just nonsense. What they are speaking are their deepest feelings, are the things that they need to be heard. I've also been listening to a lot of Charles Eisenstein. And if you don't know who he is, then I would suggest that you look him up. And he posits that what is missing, one of the things that's missing in our world now, in the world he calls the world of separateness, the myth of separateness, is this willingness or joy in listening, in listening to the stories of the other. I know in my own experience when I was younger there were parts of myself that I felt fearful of exposing. I felt vulnerable. And when I became a yoga teacher 
At first, I felt that old story of needing to be perfect and to present myself as perfect. That that was what a yoga teacher was supposed to be. But as yoga practice is really about exposing your true self, it felt inauthentic to continue to create this facade. And I can remember the first moments when I decided to share something that felt vulnerable to me. And after class, one of the students came up and told me that I had spoken to her and it had given her the courage to come and speak with me and it made her feel like she was not alone in having these feelings or these issues. I have spent many years of my life being the talker to the point where I would even interrupt somebody while they're speaking because I had something to say. And so to be joyfully in this place of listening, of receiving, feels like a real blessing. And I can even see sometimes when the other person is sharing something that feels vulnerable for them, that little bit of fear coming up, oh, did I share too much? But in fact, as Brene Brown's work demonstrated, it is that vulnerability that brings us into true intimacy and trust with other beings. So instead of feeling like you have to put noise into the vacuum, I invite you into a practice of listening. And it may be that that listening isn't even just with other human beings, but that deep listening could take place with the trees, with the wind, with the waters, with the animals, with the insects. And it feels like it needs to come from a place of not expecting an answer. A place of not even expecting a complete story. 
a story like we see in our media. Or there's a perfect story that's completed and wrapped up in a bow. There could be no real purpose or no ending. Or you might not even completely understand or comprehend what you're listening to. But in that act of receptivity, you're able to feel into that tender part of yourself.